Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience, a podcast confronting current events, politics, comedy, and calamity, all from the perspective of a trans titaness. She's a verbal black belt, skilled in the art of roasting, the hellmouth, doomsayer, CEO of the Amazon position. Here's your host, Cameron Ellen Jarrell. Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience. My name is Cameron Ellen Jarrell, but you can call me Tranos. Make sure you say the whole thing or I will fucking whip kick you in the dick. <laughs> Push you down some stairs and take all the fucking change out of your pockets. And this is Tranos and the Lived Experience, the show that asked you for $50 last month and hasn't seen you since. I'm ducking you, motherfucker. You're not getting that back. Mm. Today's episode is called The Day the Sis Stood Still. This episode is brought to you by the pairing of music and marijuana. The strain is White Widow. The song is Freak by Silverchair. And if you don't fuck with Silverchair, we don't fuck with you. <laughs> Suck our dicks. Back. I got three guests with me today. State your names. This is Andrew. You've heard my stupid voice before. This is Tracy. Andrew, I don't, I rarely get upset with you. How so? I I, I so rarely get upset with you. This is a lot. But how dare you All state your name? All how dare you state your name and not your title? I Prince Prickery. I don't Duke need Dickhead. I show my titles through my actions and my horrible, horrible words. Nigga, that's not what we do here. <laughs> I am Cambrain Aileen Maharet Jarrell, but and you could call me Dominatrix Dickum Down. I'm just an asshole. Those names change all the time, except for one. One. Tracy, we're gonna give you. We're gonna give you a title this episode. All right. B. B. Drop that. Drop that shit. Show them how it's done, please. Jesus Christ. It's the returning B. Jordan, Tranos sidekick, the tender villain, the Mova Avenger. The tender villain, the Mova Avenger. <laughs> I like it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. If I'm Zena, B's that little white chick. That followed Cena around. I can't remember. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I can't remember her name. Gabrielle. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Gabrielle. Shout out to Gabrielle. I didn't mean to disrespect you. This weed is just a shiznittle bang. Snip, snap, snap. Let's break into it now that all the casualties are out of the way. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't know what kind of shit we went through to get this episode to you. So if we don't spike, I'm gonna be upset. Yeah. Fuck you. Now we went through all this shit for nothing. <laughs> Damn. This we good. I'm coughing. Grow up. If you hear coughing during this episode, grow up. We went through some shit. We had some technical difficulties to get this to you today. But like, if you uh, if you donate us some more money, we can buy better equipment. Uh, drop oh. that GoFundMe in the definite in, in the description for this episode. Uh, once again, the strain is White Widow. I use it for CPTSD and ill shit. And the song is Freak by Silverchair. Listen to that shit in the background while you're listening to my smooth, silky voice guide you into oblivion um all right so i've been just kind of wandering around and as a trans person who often disassociates i've often in my disassociation wonder what the world would look like if cis people just stood still for a minute 
I'm not saying disappeared. I'm not saying died off. Cause like, I mean, some days I feel like Thanos snapping. Marvel don't sue me. And, <laughs> and um, some days I feel like Thanos snapping and just turning some of them into dust. Uh, don't cancel me or talking about cis genocide either. That's bullshit. Um, they started it. Yeah, that's yeah, how it started. Yeah, I was gonna say the people most responsible for killing the most cis people in this world are, in fact, other cis people. I mean, and they kind of killed off a whole gener, like what, a whole four generations of trans people. Right. Like they've just been systematically doing that's, it. Right. That's an item on the list. Over four hundred years. It's a long list. So in my disassociations, I get to venture to a world that is adjacent to where uh, where Adventure Time exists. Don't sue me. Um, <laughs> and, and I get to imagine what the world would be like if cis people just got the fuck out of my way. And I'm going to narrow the scope. And I'm going to say, what would you do if cis people, problematic cis people, that means heterosexual, heteronormative, as well as queer cis people, just stood back for a little bit like all the laws that like keep us like bound in disappear all the socialized violence against us just stopped like um, a rampant misgendering wouldn't be a thing anymore what would you do on that day mm. feel free to talk at random like we smoking we smoking weed right now ain't nobody raising hands i ain't no fucking <laughs> Get there's, the no, there's no proctor for this episode no, there's no proctor <laughs> What are the bathroom breaks like? Three minutes, five hey, minutes. Hey, hey, need a pass. Hey, <laughs> stick to stick to the unwritten script. <laughs> uh, what would you do? I mean, as a, all right, there are three queer, uh, there are three queer trans people in this space right now, and one uh, solo lonesome uh, cis person for levity. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm in the minority for once. <laughs> let's start off. Let's start off with with someone from uh, the the trans lexicon from from the. One of the transcestors. I mean, what would his, you do? His Highness Prince Prickery made a good point. Bathroom breaks would be different. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> bathrooms would be different, different. Bathrooms would be different, different. I don't know. This is gonna age me, but have you seen the cut of uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet with you know Leonardo DiCaprio, the my nigga? Um, you know me, him. That's my nigga. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> Like if, if you saw that episode, I mean that movie, that that was the first time in in my American life that I ever saw air quotes both genders in one bathroom. It had the the fish the fish tank yeah, the joint fish was the only separation, oh, right, and right. people could just move around it in a circle, and it was like stall urinal, stall urinal, stall urinal, stall urinal. It was the weirdest fucking thing to me. So that would be a big thing. Like so, there would be no gendered bathroom it just right. be a bathroom you it was just, just for go 20, to the bathroom to use the bathroom yeah, for 24 hours it would just turn into a bathroom and in all actuality if there is any like physical change to the bathroom setup the there would be a stand up sit down bathroom this like be good. if you want to just go and take a leak and run in and go and empty your fucking bladder and it doesn't require sitting down <coughs> you can literally cram four <coughs> urinals into a big closet it doesn't even need to be like a big ass fucking bathroom, but then you can go into the sit down bathroom and it's just nine stalls. Oh, like the Alan McDowell bathroom. Person who has to regularly stand to pee. I don't want to. I want to sit down. I want to go into a stall and be in my own little fucking area by myself and do my bathroom business <coughs> in public, which I don't want to do. Right, like where you're not required to like. 
I noticed in like when I identified as male, when you walk into a men's bathroom, there are like three to four stall. I mean, three to four urinals in the wall, which is a disgusting thing, by the way, people. <laughs> Uh, but it's not as disgusting as the fucking trough. <laughs> the throughway trough is disgusting. Um, and then it would be like three, three to four urinals and two stalls for people to poop. Mm-hmm. Two. Now, what if there are eight people in the bathroom who all need to poop? Why are so many urinals? Pinch. Well, that's kind of what makes the trough efficient. But we're going to get down a weird bathroom. But you can't poop in a trough. Well, you can. You're just not supposed to. Uh, you're right. You can. You're right. People they have, have like, special yeah. bangers on the wall for it. Yeah, I've seen people drop deuces at the Shalot Beach trough. Uh, motherfuckers will drop a deuce in a urinal you if, see it's that dude? Fucking, if it's the right night in the wrong bar. <laughs> you see that dude who shit in the plant at the mall? Ugh. Right, right. <laughs> motherfuckers will just be like at Marketplace like, oh, shit. Oh shit! Oh wait a minute! Time out! Time out! Stop the podcast! Earthbreaks! <laughs> Excuse me! Someone yeah. shit in the mall plant. plant? Yeah. Which a- mall? Here somewhere, I think. So we got Grease Ridge. All right, let's let's guess on, where it went based go. upon class hierarchy. I have no clue. I I'll, but um, my because only a grease motherfucker would be that much of a rogue. One would think. Uh, uh, B, B, we don't want to leave you out of this conversation. <laughs> Greece, New York, sounds exactly what it's like. Like what we said, it's a smaller version of Greece. Think blue eyeshadow. Think blue eyeshadow. Think like t-shirt time. Think like. Greece is our shore. Country, New Jersey, but on a farm. <laughs> Greece. Is is Rochester's New Jersey? Uh, Shout out to New Jersey. I don't want no heat. Shout out to New Jersey. I don't want no heat. You do smell funny though, New Jersey. I mean, but you are sepia toned. It's weird. Like when you get off the bus in New Jersey, it's sepia toned as a mother. Fucking old timey Western music. It feels like a fucking. It feels like a tumbleweed should blow past Like, like, but like, yeah, like. So wait a minute. I'm trying I, to see if it's here. I know I paused. I know I paused the podcast. Hey, we're having fun here. Normally, the episodes is about trauma and people dying. We're we're just shooting the shit. Enjoy it, motherfucker. This is a one episode out of the thousands I'm going to make where I'm not talking about injustice. I don't know. I feel like pooping in a mall plant is traumatic. I mean, if <laughs> I saw someone pooping in a mall plant, I would be compelled to throw hands. Exactly. And then, I would have I mean, to throw hands. By that, don't you create a scene and create trauma for other people? Because now they might not have known. They might have been able to carry on that day and just go and not pay attention to the person who's you, sitting next to the plant. And you walking over there and being like, are you sitting in a plant? Like now that person knows there was a person <laughs> shitting in the plant. They could have carried on. No, there's levels to the them. hands, and I think this mm-hmm. level would be like the mumble punch. I don't think I would be able to form sound. <laughs> I don't think I would if I, saw, if I saw somebody fucking like shitting in a plant in a open space. Yes. In a like with walls around lizard, it. Lizard brain takes over and you just fucking ah! Uh, shout out to Donald Glover. Shout out to Donald Glover. I, it reminds me of one of those skits where he was talking about one of uh, Weirdo. It was the end of his um he did a, a stand-up called Weirdo, and the mm-hmm. last joke was about how him and his foster brothers went to like Home Depot mm-hmm. and one of his like yeah. hard life brothers took a shit in a fucking fixed unsold yep. toilet. You know, no running <laughs> yes. water, yes. no nothing. And it's like 
So, so the, it, the, he said a, a small old elderly lady saw it first, and when she picked up the fucking lid and saw it, she was like, "Poop!" I wouldn't even be able to do that. I would just start throwing hands. I would just break out in hands. Like, and I don't necessarily think I would attack the person. I think I would attack everybody around me <laughs> because that, this is the end of society. That <laughs> itself is a grave injustice. You shit. <laughs> Time in. Back to the fucking episode. That, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck Rochester. So it's Grease like the country, not like the musical. No, you're. it's, it's both. <laughs> it's, it's right. It's, it's a, a lot of Tony Zuko face motherfuckers <laughs> around here. A lot of, I got chills, and the face-ass niggas walk around here. Yes. <laughs> like, Accurate description. Man, this weed is delicious. This weed, this weed is, is is bringing us a different kind of episode. We I think I've been smoking snodgrass. That's why I was so depressed during COVID. Or it could be the fact that y'all's acting the fuck out. Like people aren't human anymore. Like, hey, if the lizard people are coming, they saw you acting out and they left. All right. You fucked up extraterrestrial like communication for us by being yourselves. Let's say like what I would do, one thing that I would do on that day. Aside from freely use the bathroom and not like feel bad about. Yeah, like I would go to like a really nice place and I would get like it would be like an all day thing for me because I can't do these things right now. Currently, I can't do all these things without some kind of hassle. I'm gonna name a few things, but they all pertain to one thing. I would do self care, mm. but I would also uh, I would I suppress I purposefully suppress my femininity in the way I look sometimes in the way that I talk. Because I expect for people to treat me like they don't know what I am. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to lead to the masculine side because that makes people stay away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like You feel safer. Right. I feel safer that way. So what I would do is I would like get up like that day. I would like go and I would get like my nails done and my feet done. So you're going to go experience the getting your groove back montage. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to Angela Bassett that and shit. And just oh, yeah. like actually get to go out into the world and feel safe and go have that entire experience for yourself. Mm. With I would go get my nails no done. Hindrance. I would go get my nails and my feet done. I would go to a like a nice place and I would like buy underwear. Like I I would buy underwear. I don't buy I don't wear underwear because I'm afraid to buy it. That's literally the only reason why I don't wear underwear. I've been lying for years telling everybody, like, it makes me uncomfortable. No, I feel uncomfortable going to buy it because I tried early in my transition and got treated like dog shit. You can't just be the the standard experience of going and buying underpants. I said I'm going to get my nails done because I went to go get my nails done. And I sat in a nail salon and nobody knew that I also understand Patois. And I listened to my own kind and ilk, like micro aggress me into the ground with no inkling that they knew that I understood them at all. I sat through that and did not put my hands on a single cis woman that day, even though they all deserved it, because no matter what, I was in the wrong. I was in the wrong for existing in that space. That's why I wanted my nails done. The Mm. dress... The last time I wore a dress, I was stabbed and sexually assaulted. The weed's wearing off. Shit's starting to get real. Dark. Shit's starting to get real. Like, let me hit this weed again. Um, I would go and buy, like, a nice, like, I mean, like, I'm talking about, like, 
I would go and buy a dress like I was going to walk directly out of the store and into a drag show. Mm. Like I'm talking about feathers, like dark black feathers. And like I would get my hair yes. and makeup done. Like I would walk around for 24 hours like I was trying to win super trans pageant. Fuck yeah. I love it. Because I'm not going to say uh, the, the R word. Because if I say that, I might have to pay them. Because they be seeking motherfuckers out. And they don't let trans people on there anyway. They don't let trans people on there. You know what I'm talking about. And if you've got a problem with me saying that, um, my address is P.O. Box. (laughs) 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 This weed is amazing. So if there are any other uh, brands out there, uh, pause the channel for a second. Um, If there are any other brands out there that want to send me some shit to review, I mean, feel free to. Me and my crew are enjoying this white wheel right now. And we would like to enjoy your wares. Please send us your wares. More. So, what, um, Tracy, what would you do that day? I would definitely not wear a bra. I'll start with that. Like, I would probably like grow my face hair out. Like, like go like bearded, like bearded, like bearded lady huh. with like fabulous free titties. Nice. Like I can exist as both comfortably without being sexualized or feel under feminine, if that makes sense. Uh, to me, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I don't know if that would make sense to anyone else, like anyone else out there in the world. If it does, please feel free to contact us. Um, put our uh, social media in the description. Make sure to put it in the description. I can't remember it because I smoke lots of weed. And I'm just gonna get it confused, so we'll put it in the description. But if you, um, if you feel like, yeah, tell us what you would think about that day, what you would do on a day. Make sure you send us some, some kind of message, like, uh, like uh, a little synopsis of what you would do on that day as a trans non-binary person. Um, yeah, that's that seems like a big deal, like to be able to just naturally do what your body does without somebody checking you. Right. Yeah. I think we could all exist in a much more natural state. B, B what would you do? I actually had a really hard time thinking about this because, you know, it's like you were talking about like the reason you don't you don't buy underwear is because there's like a there's like a gate like it's not that you're uncomfortable wearing underwear it's that like you can't get yourself to a place where you can't where you're okay with it right so I couldn't even can think of things for a while uh, but I think I would like go swimming like I have my partner loves to swim mm-hmm. you know we're heavy t4t a uh, couple of people but and like unless it's in a context where it's just like gay like super gay i can go to like the gay bars around here and like present a certain way yeah but like presenting in like the poolside way like where there's just like regular people around in the middle of the day is like so uncomfortable to even consider that i'm not finna do any of that if did you hear that word you used? <laughs> did you hear that word you you said regular? Aren't we regular people? You see how they conditioned us to think that we're not? That's the problem. I That's why this the question yeah. exists. This question exists because we're not treated like regular people on a daily basis. So it's a yeah. fantasy. It's a dream for us to think about a single day where none of that would happen. Where we felt regular. Where we became regular. I think we would see a lot more people than we think we would. 
Yeah, because I bet there's a bunch of people who wouldn't be off. who wouldn't be standing still who thought they would. Right, <laughs> right. Like they did. Like I'm, it's just the same as, as left-handed children. I think I saw something on the internet where it was likened to left-handed children. Mm-hmm. Think about it. It's not that all these trans people are popping up out of nowhere. We used to punish left-handed children and make them write with their right hands. And when we stopped doing that, suddenly became a trend to be left-handed. It wasn't mm-hmm. that there was more left-handed people; it was that they were allowed to be left-handed. Mm. And given the language and like that's so complex, there's so many layers to like identity too. And a callback to white people still whimsy that includes like pipe dreams of regular, pipe dreams of like mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> shooting, shooting hard for the middle. Yeah, like we are afforded the middle. Think about that shit. Like we are afforded the middle. Like trans and non-binary people are not afforded the middle. We have to sit around and have like we got to smoke mass amount of weed, drink mad liquor, hang with other broken people just to talk about a day, mm-hmm. a single day. I think the real answer is that what trans people would do is like twice as much shit as they would normally because it's just easier. Like mm-hmm. and you know that like go to the bar. And you know how crazy it was? None of us said no wild shit. None of us was like, yo, I'd break into a bank. So, right. <laughs> right. So I'm fucking engaging in sexual congress with all of these fill in the blanks. Like, no one, it's not about that. It's like literally just trying to go to the mall and have a normal fucking ladies day out. Like, sit in the fucking spa like chair. fucking right. standing over the top. Like, all I want to do is sit in the spa chair and get my nails colored different shades. Period. Take care of my feet because, like, I don't know how to. Here's money. (laughs) That's all I want to do. I didn't say, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kill Batman. Like, I didn't say, like. As the the claiming cishet person at the table, I will greatly benefit from the bathroom situation. I know this. I know this because I fucking hate public bathrooms. I don't want to go in there. I certainly don't want to put any of my parts on any of those parts, same ever, same ever. I like zero part of using the bathroom in public. But I've seen a world where it can be the right way. Like certain places in Las Vegas. Oh yes, it is a wall of nothing but stalls. There's like three urinals over there. Like if you want to pee in one of those, like an animal, go ahead. But here you go. You want to sit no, down? Judge. Somebody cleans that thing every fifteen minutes. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ex some myths, and I hope I don't crush your dream for the day, sister. Still, um, as a bathroom planeswalker, <laughs> I at one time was able to like walk into both spaces. Uh, um, I still could kind of walk into both spaces. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, women's bathrooms are trash. I'm just, serious. It's trash. I mean, the, the stall, thank you. But there's cracks big enough for me to see through. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, not to mention the fact that, like, you're expecting, like, all this, like, stuff that comes from the body to be, like, wrapped up in a little wrapper and placed in a garbage can next to it and not have everything smell? I mean, uh, and then to top it off, because of women knowing that women's bathrooms are disgusting, they contribute to the disgusting. Oh, absolutely. It's- by trying to stop themselves from being touched by disgusting like the mm-hmm. hover people like people peeing oh, yeah. 
like, like hovering and peeing all over everything, just spraying everything because they don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to be close <laughs> enough to the toilet to actually pee in it. Um, Which but, PSA? If you if you're if like listeners at home, don't do that. It'll fuck up your pelvic floor and you'll be incontinent when you're old. True story. Mm. Mm. So what I do is um, sit on a four inch layer of quaintly prepared toilet paper. <laughs> You have to put enough down so it's got some weight to it, so the the air movement of you putting your butt on the seat. Oh, I'm making zero contact with any of that nonsense. I don't want any of it. So can I tell you about the bathroom at the windmill? So it's it already sounds horrible. Yes, it's like a country store, right? I forget where the fuck it is. It's like an hour from here, and it's literally like a latrine over a huge ass hole in the ground to compost people's. And Absolutely not. Hard line. <laughs> that they throw straw on regularly. Not like, using the bathroom there. No, stop. For it's hours worse, on it's end, almost I, worse than a quarter <laughs> Stop, stop, that's stop. one of those things that's above or that's below on my list of a truck stop. Look, look. The look. darkest, dirtiest truck stop we can find. I would still rather but, use that. No, like, no, no, like, no, no. Pooping a hole outside? But like, uh, let, me, no. let me get let me get back on track. Let me get you back on track first uh, off. Notice if we would have asked a bunch of now, now, Andrew, we are making you like you are now speaking for all cis people. Oh, we're all terrible. Look what I just did here. We're the worst people in no, the world. No, you wait, you wait, wait. Hey, you I'm said I ask you for this group. I'm gonna I ask got you. the podium out, sir. We are the worst. Sir, the light says trails and the lived experience, sir. <laughs> um, um, question. And then wait for me. If a room full of cis people were asked, what would you do for a day? And not given any other context, how much violence would it be? Oh, tons. Tons. Bro, a, a, per, a percentage, I would say, would at least cross the 60%. So we took this cross-section of people. I, and I, But I have, I have zero faith in other humans. Mm. So, because I've seen them. We took this. We time. took this cross section, this small cross section, of just us today, having this conversation, and that we're still having it. And none of us have mentioned like we were going to do some wild shit that day. I didn't say I was going to punch on my grandma. I didn't say I was going to fucking GTA that whole fucking day. Just GTA five the <laughs> whole day, like pulling people out of their whips. None of that shit. <laughs> I want to go like sit in a restaurant. Right. I want to eat in a restaurant and not have to worry about being seated near a bathroom. Not have to worry about people's kids staring at me. Not have to worry about listening to old women uh, whisper obscenely loud. Like it's not whispering. It's you're just being microaggressive. Ain't nobody as microaggressive as the fucking blue hair. Mm. And there's lots of them mm -hmm. in Greece. <laughs> there's lots of them in Greece. Um, like just, I want to go to a restaurant and hold my partner's hand. I want to walk in the park and feel completely comfortable at dusk, knowing it's going to mm. be dark soon. Right. I want to be able to be at a house party and someone mentions that I'm trans and no one reacts. Now, the house party might be a stretch because I'm 41 and I don't fuck with y'all after nine o'clock. Mm. Dinner party. Right, right, like some bougie shit. Like it better be like six, like a six course, and I, we better be drinking at least three different, three different fucking grapes, three different fucking kinds of grapes that night, fermented grapes, because I'm a grown up. 
I want adult Capri Suns or I'm not showing up. I want my grapes old too. Yeah, I, I would, it's got to be older than me. Whatever we sipping on got to be older than me. So that means we're paying, and we're 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 sitting down having bank. I don't do house parties anymore, but I want to be able to walk into spaces that right now it would be like the stare of a thousand like knives or like so, like people throwing knives at me when I walk into to spaces. It's so weird, like how I want to go to a shoe store and ask for a woman size 12 and have no one look up at me like, what the fuck? I just want to say that's like a tragically beautiful metaphor. Yeah? Like a hall of razors. Yeah. It's a wonderful description. And a sad description. <laughs> it's fucked up, right? Yeah. You gotta, and it, there's it's varying so, degrees it so of nails it. it. But there's varying degrees of it for each one of us. It's mm-hmm. different for each it's one like of us. a different us. amount of razors in the hall. I mean, not even a different amount. It just hits different because mm. each our dysphoria's and stuff like that they, that are tied to us. And not every trans person has dysphoria. I'm not saying that, but the mm. dysphoria is that we experience limit those those interactions in the world. Mm. And people don't understand that dysphoria exists. Mm. They don't understand that dysphoria is actually like cutting off parts of the world. Like, think about it. When's the next time you going to North Carolina, B? I haven't been yet. I don't know, keep it like that, man. You plan on going to Texas anytime soon, Gracie? <laughs> no, thank you. Hard pass. I mean, shit. Like, uh, uh, do you want to go to Florida for vacation? No. I should. No. How about Indiana? Now nobody was going to Indiana. Yeah, I, I, Indiana. And I love me some. I love me some Notre Look, Dame. So I, I mean, I, I, I like to Notre stop. Dame too. I would have to stop. No Notre I'm Dame okay. slander. No Notre Dame slander. But fuck Indiana with a sick dick. Well, I'm, I'm with you on that. That is what I'm saying. Like if I can Iowa. Just go and visit a place <laughs> in Indiana, yes. Do I plan on it's staying in Indiana? Absolutely. There's lots no. of beautiful places in the world. Uh, and I'm, they're limited by like the, the intersectionalities that we experience. Mm. Like, there's even less places for me to go mm. as a trans, femme identifying, dark, unquestionably, unexcusably black, unabashedly fucking like open about shit. There's so few places on this planet that I can go. And just like not have this thing that we're talking about today be total whimsy. Mm. Mm. I don't know where those fucking places are. So if you do, please send those things to our social media. Mm. I don't know what they are because I'm still smoking this fucking giant finger joint right now. Pause for the calls. We're going to light this shit real quick. (laughs) This shit tastes here in the motherfucker. It got dark. It got dark. I'm leaving it because it got dark. Um, I'm not trying to drag y'all into the pool. I'm just trying to open you up to like a a weird reality. Well, I think if you don't talk about it, people don't see it. I mean, they didn't talk about us for so many years. I mean, we are still cryptids. We're cryptids. I still want a t-shirt <laughs> of a picture of you doing the big the fucking Bigfoot walk. Thing, and then Hell yeah, we, we can put on a t-shirt. We can play. Hey, make sure we put. Make sure we bring that up during the meeting, yo. We got to do the fucking, the big, the, the big Trano shirt, the, the fucking Bigfoot walk. We got to do that shit. I love it. It's going to make me feel dysphoric as fuck after a while because somebody's going to be like, so you're the biggest fucker? No, we're going to do it. Get money. Um, those will be $25. I mean, the Bigfoot in the film does have titties. 
<laughs> no, and, I have and I have tickets. Mm-hmm. These uh Jesus Christ. Uh it's on the shirt. We're gonna put it on the shirt. It's twenty five dollars. <laughs> it's twenty five dollars a shirt. Just like your mad eighties overlaid in purple bright colors. I have I have a vision. Neon <laughs> Tranos foot. Yeah. Actually, that's sick. My apologies, the sweetest kicking my ass. But you know, though, with younger trans kids coming up, like, you know, my name is a word, but it, like, it kind of came out organically. But there are these trans kids now who, like, are so, re- like, re- completely rejecting the gender stereotype so much and, like, just, like, humanity. And there's, like, a bunch of kids out there right now running around named Arson. And I love that there's. You know, we're talking about the cis standing still because yeah. we're always being policed in like a yeah. Foucault uh, punishment and discipline kind of way. Where like, we know that if we try to do stuff, we'll get checked by people who just are cooked in like the same culture that we are. But there's a lot of, especially like non-binary kids now. The kids are going to be all right. Earth, I don't know about all that. <laughs> fix the earth, niggas. Goddamn. Stop worrying about us and fix the goddamn earth. Right? No, the earth's fucked, but these roving gangs of Mad Max queers are going to be so self-possessed. And I would like <laughs> to say that I'm the Tina Turner of those people. <laughs> I'm, the th- I'm the queen of the Thunderdome. I, I want some credit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot on you motherfuckers right now. I'm shooting on the whole world. In 1994, I was walking around here with Colored dreads, listening to corn, wearing whole denim fits, skateboarding, <laughs> and, and getting played out here in these streets. And now it's a million black kids that used to be just like me. That they're all walking around like me, just like right now. Um, how y'all feel? How y'all feel? Like I'm saying, like how y'all feel? Somebody should thank me for this shit because I walked so you motherfuckers could run. And that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to like walk so like in the future there will be more trans glamazons just stomping mm-hmm. around this bitch. And it's not because I want them made, it's because I know they'll exist. You're just out here inventing a gender for people to Yeah, I'm not inventing to. it. It's always been here. Right. Like you motherfuckers name for it. It's... Right. You, you just gave it a name. You know, a shot on white people. White people like giving things names. <laughs> They, well, they used to call what we are glamour, like Amazons. They used to call what we are like um, Hexen. They used to call what we are Oracles. Now they call us transgender. And I'm sure a thousand other names they've erased. They even make up words like transgenderism. That's not a word. <laughs> like, transgenderism <laughs> thing. Transgenderism. That is not a word. That's one of those, that's one of those a, things where one of my favorites. Like, what? That just sounds dumb. Transgendered. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you got too many like watch this. ends of the sentence there, buddy. Watch this. Another thing just popped in my head about what I would do. I would not state my pronouns to a single person. You wouldn't mm-hmm. have to. You would Motherfuckers would ask. In the world, nobody's going to ask you about your junk. I, and, I wouldn't ask and I wouldn't say anything for a whole 24 hours. I am literally forced to give away my pronouns hundreds of times a day. Sometimes to people just totally disregarding them. Mm. 
like I, one lady the other day was talking to me on the phone when I had that incident with my insurance company. Um, um, no, I'm not gonna shoot at you because y'all got money. Y'all gonna try to sue me. Um, Gecko tried to fucking play me. <laughs> like Gecko tried to fucking play me. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Fuck Gecko. Um, so uh, I call for roadside assistance because I bought a bus. World Turtle. I, mm-hmm. I bought a bus. My bus is non-binary. Their name is World Turtle. Shout out to World Turtle. Shout out to World Turtle, World the future Turtle. mobile unit and studio where I will be living and podcasting and streaming from. So make sure you watch this fucking content thing. Hit the Patreon and all that other shit. We'll put that in the description as well because I'm out here marketing because I'm good at business. <laughs> the gecko do. The gecko fucking... Uh, I called for roadside assistance and they didn't send a, a fucking truck for six hours. Holy shit. So I called the representative and I stated in the beginning of the phone call. Hello, my name is Cameron Ellen Jarrell. I'm the policy holder. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I would like, if you were going to not be able to use pronouns, just call me Ms. Jarrell. And they said, thank you, sir. How can I help you? <laughs> She's like, I know what this is about. I said, ma'am, my pronouns are she, her. She's like, well, I was just trying to figure out how I can help you today. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about any of that. What, what yeah, what fuck all that shit you're talking about. You know that thing you're going to be talking about? I'm insurance stuff. I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Like, whatever you're talking about, like, yeah, throw that shit out the window. I would love to have a day where I don't have to do that. Where I could just be like, hey, my pronouns, none of your business. When, I, when I, you pick up the phone, it's... Oh, you see my name pop up on the screen? Read it. Read it. You you all ask these dumb questions. If anybody ever wondered why the insurance company asks you what your gender is, why does it matter? Oh, that's like because you know they like actuaries like have to make up stuff to quantify, right? So they're like, right. well, men get in car accidents, you know, which is why it costs more to insure a red car than like other colors. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Because like this is dangerous because it might it has to be. Because we need to get that money. Take, well, like, look, if I'm giving you money, I don't want to have to correct you a thousand times. Let's act like, let's act appropriately. I'm paying you. Show me some respect. How about that? Right. You know what else I would do? What is it? How do I explain this? I would go into Victoria's Secret. Cover up that name because we're going to get fucking sick. <laughs> I would go in there and I would buy a bra. <clears throat> the first time I went in there, and I know we're going back to bras because Tracy talked about not wearing one. I think I need one. So <laughs> I feel like some days I don't want it, some days I do. The first time I tried to buy a bra from Victoria's Secret was 2016. It was my birthday. It was 714. 2016. Um, so I walked in there. I was super happy. I was like, oh, I'm super trans. I'm on these pills. My body's changing. I'm getting boobs. So I go to Victoria's Secret and I had I got misgendered. They called security on me. I was removed from the mall for going to buy a bra. Oh, she like an animal at the bra store. At the bra store, and I went to the fucking not cheap bra store. I could have went to J.C. Penney's and mm-hmm. bought a bra, and nobody would have fucked with me. 
Maybe nobody would have looked at me or talked to me either, but nobody would have fucked with me. I walked into a place where you buy bras, (laughs) (laughs) where you buy bras, and they treated me like I was in there being a pervert just because I was like, hey, like, I don't know what my size is. I visibly have boobs. And they're just like, well, well, sir. I'm like, no, no, please. Like, don't do that. Like, I'm trans. And there's laws here that say you can't do that shit. People are like, y'all fuck them all, baby. So we got to sit around talking about the day the sister still. Right. Yeah, because it's not like a necessarily illegal, like, it's not a legal construct. It's not all like systemic right. stuff. Because it's just people who don't want you to be trans who are minding your business that make it seem like it's illegal. I'm super duper high, and that's the truth. I think that's exactly what it is. I think it's just other people minding my motherfucking business, minding non-binary people's business, minding women's business, minding black folks' business. Y'all need to stop doing all of that. Mm-mm. Stop doing all that shit. Mind your fucking business. If I walk into a place and I'm willing to pay for a product, I don't care what your perception of me is. Mm-hmm. Sell me the product. Um, a cake, uh, cake idiot or cake racist, cake bigot. Um, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say the name of the fucking shop because I'm not giving that motherfucker no play. He lost the case though. I'm just gonna say that. Intent. Um, if I walk into your establishment and you perceive that I'm queer and you decide that you're not going to sell me a cake, mm-hmm. like you're, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. Take this fucking green money and mind your business. All right. Make the cake I asked you for. If I walk into a store and I'm like, hey, I want to buy a bra and you perceive me as something I'm not, you don't have the right to like fucking close me off from that thing. Like they gate kept. I'm not going to say the name of the store again because I said it twice and I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> like just play it back, motherfucker. You know the name of the place. They, they just were like, get the fuck out of here. Like we're not selling you anything and we're going to embarrass you on the way out. Dude, what awesome. the fuck? So I didn't buy a bra for how many years? I didn't buy a bra for like three years. Somebody had to like be like, hey, we're going to the shop to get this. And I had to be taken to a very, a very lovely place by the name of Torrid. Shout out to Torrid for taking care of Avengers <laughs> Tanks. Keeping these shits off the ground. <laughs> yeah, keeping these shits from getting blisters and, and like I don't need like fucking Vaseline for these shits. Um Shout out to Tor for not being pieces of shit and accommodating women, period. Um, you hear my smooth, silky Billy D voice. And you're going to try to try me on the airwaves. And this is for you. I wish the day stood still so I didn't have, as a small podcaster, 200 death threats in my inbox. 200? 200. We started, we aired this show on December 26, 2020. The year of our Lord, 2020. Hmm. And from that day till now, I have 200 plus death threats. Not like, hey man, great show, or hey Cam, good show. Like I would even, like the hey man thing, I'd be like, all right, they said good show. They're, they're learning, they're gonna listen and learn. But like what it is, is like, it's a bunch of motherfucking Iowa, Indiana, Florida niggas and my shit telling me to die. Thanks for listening, guys. That's 13 threats <laughs> per episode. Shout out to you, the 57% of the men who listen to me, you're weird. <laughs> like you're you're weird because like I know some of you are listening because you really 
want to hear what's being said and you you're you're trying to like broaden your horizons and you're trying to even out like your fucking like mana for the end of time you know what i'm saying i get that and maybe they're eggs true shout out to you in a couple months what's up (laughs) but i think like i think it's because like eight i'm gonna shoot some numbers out there i think it's because 18 percent of you are queer presenting somehow Shout out to you, fam. And the rest of y'all kind of listening, like, like, what's this weird bitch going to say so we can shit on her? Because 200 death threats? I ain't scared, though. I mean, like, thanks for listening. Keep it coming, I guess. <laughs> but, like, oh, on this day, the day the sisters still, I would receive nothing from you. Right. Nothing. I would go to my inbox and somebody would be like, great show, Cam, and that'd be it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Look at, look at us be. Hey, hey, this is um, marijuana. That's a new thing. Marijuana. How many episodes? This is Dude, look, how many episodes do you hear? I'm not going to describe that sound. Uh, that's a, like, there's going to be a test test question. How many episodes do you hear of Tranos and the Lived Experience where you hear the unwanted uh, ringtone? Let us know. <laughs> like, let us know how unprofessional we are on, <laughs> on the Twitter and the Instagrams. Negative feedback is feedback. Yeah, negative feedback is feedback. And thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah. Buy the shirt. Uh, Trinosaurus Rex. <laughs> like, and we're going to have a Trinosaurus Rex shirt. And we're going to have like the fucking Bigfoot logo with my face on it. <laughs> the tran- the, the, what, what is that? Tranfoot? Like, Tranos foot? That doesn't sound. doesn't have a nice ring to it. <laughs> yeah, you can't just say big trainos. <laughs> Why not? Why can't you say big trainos? <laughs> like, like a trucker name. It does. Uh-huh. We don't know. About that. I, I drive a bus. I drive a bus. I drive a bus. I think I'm allowed now. <laughs> I almost think you need to. That's your call sign now. Big trainos. He's bounding down. He's bounding down. Big trainos. Gotta move this mother load. I'm a cowboy. <laughs> I don't know shit about I'm not that country. Rochester to Bakersfield. What's good? Oh shit. <laughs> like, oh shit. I mean, like, yeah, like, that's a lot. That's a lot, a lot of uh, hate mail. I'm proud. I'm proud. It's something I look at every day. Like, a little, a little tear rolls on my cheek. <laughs> I read something the other day that reminds me of that that said something like, if you're not annoying, you're not paying attention. Mm. You need to be irritating people. I mean, I don't have to do much. You don't have to do much. Here, I mean, y'all don't hear me doing that. Nobody's going to be able to see me do it, but they'll describe it to you when we're done. That's all I have to do. All I have to do is breathe, actually. Mm. That's why this whole day conversation exists, because we're like, yo, what do we have to do? Right. Get like that breathing space. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The ability to feel comfortable in the same open space as everybody else does. Oh, it's kind of it like when I thought about the the concept of this show, I was like, oh, that'll be a great thing. It'll be a great thing to talk about. But then I realized the levity of it all. Like what I'm asking for is like rudimentary, like regular everyday bullshit. I want to have a nice day. I want you to just, in the words of a, like a, a brave New Yorker whose name will go unsaid, uh, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, like, how about that? Like, leave me the fuck alone for like 24 hours. Like, um, I mean, like, not like disappear. I'm not saying like you got dusted. We said that in the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode. Not like you got dusted, but like you just 
aren't an asshole that day. Like, just magically, like, somebody sprinkled some kind of dust on all of y'all that night before, and y'all all just wake up and mind y'all fucking business. I'm not, I don't want you gone from the earth, Well, They're phased out. They're phased out for a day. Right. I think that. I don't want you gone for a whole, forever, but I want you gone for a day. I don't want to be able to see you. Maybe maybe the, the gods sprinkle some dust on us, and we can't see for a whole day. There you go. Like, we're both existing in this plane where we're passing each other, but if you're an asshole, like, the filter just magically, like, that person isn't there. <laughs> like, a cloak. Like, like a fucking bigot cloak. Patent that. Get Talk to the scientists. Call the scientists. <laughs> call, the, call the attorneys and the scientists. That's mine. <laughs> we're going to figure it out. I'm going to one-up Mr. Burns. I'm not blocking out the sun. I'm blocking out bigotry. I'm going to make people invisible to each other. Now, ain't that a bitch that I'd have to, like, make it so that there's two realms that we both exist in? <laughs> just so right. you leave me you the fuck alone. <laughs> like, dimension. I got to create pocket dimension. dimension for you to to fuck off. Like, What or about the children? Focus. If you said, if you ever, yeah, yeah, all right. So if you're asking who who's the person we're talking about, if you've ever said anything like this, one of these uh, phrases coming up, and if any pop to your head, please feel free to add. If you if you say what about the children, if you say uh, we wasn't raised like that, Uh in our back when I was growing up, like yeah, you mean a hundred fucking years ago. Like in social standards, hundreds of years ago. No, everybody was raised like that because there's no way to be raised like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, if you've ever said like, "Oh, uh, I wasn't raised like that," if you said, "Well, the Bible says the Bible. dot dot oh. dot," um, Jesus was or, trans. <laughs> I said it. We said it. Jesus was a whole trans, a whole transgender. He didn't have a water water water. <laughs> Send the shots my way. Keep the mail coming. <laughs> Jesus was a whole trap. Now uh, put that on. <laughs> put that on a T-shirt. Jesus was a trap. <laughs> like, um, put that shit on a T-shirt. What I'm saying is, if you've ever said any of those phrases, do we talk about you? You're getting. We're building pocket dimensions to get away from you. you That's that what we're is plural, about. motherfuckers. Right. Like if that, I can't use saying well when I'm talking to a person. What? But you do it all the time. We just did it. Oh, like sprinkle the dust. D- disappear this motherfucker. <laughs> like, 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 disappear this motherfucker. Or like some retinal engagement. Like, no, because that would be putting things in the people's body. And that's what I say we're going to do because we have lasers. You <laughs> <laughs> used to start fires. We're making what frogs. Are you, 1960s villain. We're making I'm frogs set gay. the forest on fire with my space laser. We're, no, we're making we're we're <laughs> we're making frogs gay, <laughs> and we have lasers in space. We're cryptids. We're we're given like weird powers. Trans people have weird powers. The power that we co- we currently have is we're boogie people, so we're shadow deceivers. Um, well, by their definition of what they think we are, that's why they treat us the way they do. <clears throat> it's based on these like fucking like folklore, like fucking word of mouth stories passed from bigot to bigot over time about trans people. That's why we're still talking about trans people need to identify themselves to their lovers. Like that's not happening. 
it's pretty like they hide it. They hide these things. Like, come on, like, look, right. fuck off. So we deceive people. We are the beguilers of men. We turn men to the gay. Well, then ironically, they're the ones who told you to hide. We're sirens. Mm-hmm. We call men to the queerness. We're like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and they wiggle over to us until then we catch them in our traps, our penis webs. Oh. <laughs> Hi, penis! Like out of nowhere, like, <laughs> like, 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 what? Um, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the foreskin opens up like a parachute and traps wow, the like a fucking like like a chess monster, <laughs> <laughs> like that spider from fucking like <laughs> wasn't it in that movie with Sigourney Weaver the fucking dope ones Alien Alien yeah like that fucking like spider thing that jumped on that dude's face from that movie the Alien spider mm-hmm. yeah what if your mm-hmm. dick just did that like, pow <laughs> like that's what we are we're like. We are folklore. We are like shadowy, like almost nightmarish creatures that families talk about from generation to generation. And those weird old stigmas still affect us to the point where we have to sit around and be like, man, I sure wonder what it would be like to go to an ice cream parlor and no one say anything stupid to me. (laughs) Like... Or no one tries to oppress me, or no one's thinking about committing violence against me. Because mm-hmm. that's a reality. We got to walk around here worried about like if somebody's gonna hook off on us for coming to McDonald's. That's so weird. Like I think, uh, I think this has been a good conversation. I think this conversation deserves more uh, time. Can I, I actually just we... say something? Yeah, go ahead. Here is like a really good example that we can like see and observe with the. Mm-hmm the cis standing still is the way that the pandemic like interrupted normal operations of everything. Yeah. Cause people are trans as fuck now. Like having almost a year of like not going into work and like participating in like professional culture the same way. And like right. always being exposed to the same like milieu of like the way you're supposed to be trans. A lot of people's genders. Yeah, it did. Uh, I think it's not that like the that COVID created trans people, but it just gave trans people who were hiding that wave to like come out. And like, it happens in waves with us. There's like it happens in waves with us in every like in every generation of us. It happens in waves. Mm. Like we we see each other and then we start to realize a little bit more in the world that there's more than just me. There's other people just like me, and that makes you feel like. You, you like you like you belong in this world that makes you feel like you belong you're not doing it to do that it's just you finally can because you see somebody else who understands what's going on with you you see somebody else and you see how they're fighting for it and it makes you think like i can do this too i can fight for this thing too it's who i am it's, it's not a decision it's it's coming out from behind oppression and shadow mm-hmm. uh, i think when i came out as trans um now, six years ago, when I came out as trans, there was a wave of trans girls who came out all at that same time. And so I think we just were able to feel that it was like, for us, it was time. And I think specifically like, in this case, it was just like distance. Like, it's people who would have found out eventually. But like, the fact that they weren't always being like tuned intentionally to like yeah. their, the gender they're supposed to be. Like, yeah, like, like actually allowed to just be what they're like. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I think um, 
I think when I came out six years ago, I think it was because that that there was a wave of acceptance that was acceptable enough in my mind for me to be like, this is it. And there was a lull in time where the world kind of slowed down and it gave me time to think about that process. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't so big as like a pandemic for me. It was the death of my mother. Like I thought about this thing the whole my whole life, and like the last couple of things that my mom said to me, like just like unlocked like this truth that like I didn't have time left. Mm. I didn't have time to be this person that I'm not anymore. Mm. And boom, I came out. But that happened for millions of girls at the same time, which just were spread out over a globe that wants to act like we're only one percent of yeah. the population. 1% of the world population, that's a lot of motherfuckers. All right. There's that 700 million people? Yes. Yes. Something like that. And, like, I think it just happens in waves. It's not that they're of that everybody became trans because of COVID. It's that COVID was that window of time where, like you were saying, like, you didn't have to go into this place that made you uncomfortable. You didn't have to hold up a facade. Places mm -hmm. that you would normally be seen and be expected to be seen at, mm -hmm. you didn't have to go to anymore. And that lends to, like, I'm free to be me, finally. And that triggers transition. Yeah. You had space to live in your own skin without anybody's eyes on it while you learned how to live in it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Everybody's like, oh, the COVID vaccine is making people trans. No, it's not. It's the time <laughs> away from your ass uh, made them able to be themselves finally. And people are coming swinging out of those COVID like fucking quarantines. Like, like, like I ain't having no bullshit. Like, just like they just they throwing it. They throwing hands. They windmilling out here. <laughs> like they completely <laughs> windmilling out here because like ain't nobody trying to go back in the closet. Like Bart and Lisa fighting. Yeah, like, I'm like gonna be trans, trans. And if you get in my way, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just, just gonna swing my arms yeah. like this, right. walking forward. Yeah, we just we're out here windmilling. We're just fucking windmilling, waiting for somebody to walk into it because ain't nobody going back into that closet. And I think the more that we talk about the fact that we can't have regular days, like we can't have a single day. The reality of it is, is that there is no time in the immediate history where all cis people will just like back the fuck up. Mm -hmm. They will never stand still. There will always be obstacles. They will always be crossing our paths. So the, the more we talk about the fact that we have to have conversations about those kind of days, the more aware they are of what they cause and what they're taking. You're gatekeeping the fucking world. You're gatekeeping everything. You motherfuckers even gatekeep music. Shout out to Lil Nas X for being a fire artist, first off. Mm -hmm. Secondly, for being so like, I appreciate the fact that this young man like understands the weight of his celebrity, and I think he is not not playing his cards right. I think he was just fed up. He's seen enough of other queer artists being like exploited and told what they can and cannot do, so he's out here walling and 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 walling. And I, I when I say walling, I mean like in a good way. He out here yeah. getting it. And it's making people so mad. Like, now I know people are like, how's this correlate to trans people? Well, we're all queer. So we all have to deal with a certain level of fucking misogyny and fucking like, like phobia, be it homophobia or transphobia. I think it plays into the fact that like Lil Nas X is a millionaire now. This kid is, 
out here doing his thing. He is in his lane. Look at all the attacks he gets from like mm-hmm. cis people. Cis people who thinks his existence should be hidden from children. And part of that it is gender he, expression stuff. Right. It's gender expression mm-hmm. stuff. It's like his non-conformity, like uh, rigid masculinity. Like he doesn't conform to that shit. He does what the fuck he wants. That pink cowboy shit, even that shit was fire as fuck. Dudes was mad as hell. <laughs> like, says dudes was upset that he's out here living his life. Just if you wanna, if you wanna live the way that queer people do, because we have so like so many things stacked against us that we kind of live this uh, existence of where it's like uh, any day now could be my last day. So for this whole fucking time, the rest of the time I'm here, I'm a wall out. Like that's not a trait that cis people generally have. So they get to watch us, even though we're downtrodden, like living to the extent of like existence, like being everything, experiencing things, like reaching goals and all those other things, despite all the shit that's happening around mm-hmm. us. And that makes them fucking angry. It makes them fucking angry because they don't see the struggles as equilateral. They don't see it as a unified struggle as queer people and people of color specifically. Like, that's a unified struggle. Mm-hmm. Y'all fuck around, talk about gay people all the time, for, forgot, like, Martin Luther King's, uh, uh, like, a speechwriter was gay. Yep. One of his main organizers was gay. Like, gay people have been standing in the front of these fights the whole time. We are fighting next to you. It's just there's a slight difference in the things that we're mm-hmm. fighting for. Like, not all of us are black, but a large majority of queer people are black. Like, wake the fuck up. Stop acting like like black people can't be gay. That's, I mean, stop that shit. Like, uh, if you say things like, oh, and this is some hotep shit, hotep alert. Yeah. <laughs> if you say things like, man, the white man taught us how to be gay. We weren't gay before slavery. Like, boy, wake up. Invented. Invented. Like, stop, like, stop the bullshit. <laughs> like you think like gay people didn't exist until the 1600s sir explain the spartans explain yoruba explain like what the uh, indigenous americans it is some colonizer shit to be like no the holes are different <laughs> <laughs> like those are different if you do this when you're dirty if you do this when you're filthy so yeah like i just think like um if you motherfuckers could just take a break off our ass for a little bit. I mean, I know y'all not going to, but I just thought I'd ask on the air in front of the world. <laughs> um, this has been a very eventful conversation. I think it leaves um, space for more conversations like this. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been The Day the Sister Still. My name is Tranos, and this is The Lived Experience, the show that still owe you $40, and there ain't shit you can do about it. Suck my dick. Got anything to say, B? We fucking nailed it. This is B. This has been B. Bye 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 bye. Ha ha. Warn yourselves. Bye. <laughs> bye.